ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Meat Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble, or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on, we thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by, leave us a comment, leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. We here at Angry Me Production want to thank our sponsor, Mobile Notary Mindy. She's certified with the National Notary Association. She's also bonded and E&O insured. She offers a wide range of services, including wills, powers of attorney, medical documents, healthcare proxies, living wills, certification of trust, assignment of personal property, HIPAA waivers, advanced healthcare directives, and 99 verification. You can find her on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Mobile Notary Mindy. You can also visit her webpage at TexasMobileNotaryMindy.com. That's TXMobileNotaryMindy.com. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Hey, we're live, everybody. Um, I probably uh, mislabeled the uh, the episode as uh, for, for Nerd Sports 142. And that's because David is working. Uh, he wanted to film the episode last night. However, um, I said nay because there was a little a little matter of the national championship game about an hour up the road from the house being played last night. Uh, try as hard as I did to get tickets. Couldn't do it. Um, it's not lucky enough. Yeah, just 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 not lucky enough. Um, <laughs> it's so close. You almost got it. Go be a little quicker. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit quicker. Um, <laughs> by virtue of the fact that a team from Texas was not playing in that game last night, which meant uh, meant that the uh, uh, area residents that bought furniture over, what was it, $3,000 or $5,000, I can't remember, uh, over the minimum from uh, Mattress Mac at Gallery Furniture, they were not eligible to get their furniture for free last night. Nope, you got to so, start paying that off. <clears throat> Yeah, got to start paying that off, and uh, you know, we'll we'll find out, you know, what what the next thing that that Mac's gonna gonna bet on. But um, it's gonna be interesting uh, <laughs> for uh, see what he does with the playoffs. Can you imagine exactly dude, what he would do? If, I, if I was I was just I was just having the <laughs> I was just having this conversation with uh, my wife the other day. I was like, can you imagine if both teams from texas made it to the super bowl right you know you would almost have to petition you would almost have to petition uh the nfl to move the super bowl to like san antonio right it would have to be you'd have to hold the super bowl at the alamo dome dude i don't think that it would be capable 
I now, think some of these high school stadiums in like the Dallas Fort Worth area. <laughs> you just oh no, because they play at the Alamo Dome. You could do it. You could do it. You could oh no. You, you could better. absolutely do it. You could do it at Call Field, Texas AM, Call it Station. Bro. Yes, you could. Or you could do it in Austin. I feel like I feel like a college station would be better. Yeah, college station would be better. Because be they they, they, you have to have a minimum, I think, of like a seventy-five thousand person capacity. Even even regarding that, it would be more pure. And realize, I'm saying this as a Longhorns fan, it would be more pure if it was played in in college station. Yeah, yeah. So, but <sighs> by virtue of the fact that last night, you know, the the long the Longhorns weren't there. So, you know, yeah, no, there, no. there goes the Homer card, right? Very um, much. Not. <laughs> dude, I was rooting for the for, for the blue and maize last night. Hard. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Which is going to piss off some of my old buddies that 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 are diehard, you know, Ohio State Buckeye fans, you know. But. Um, I, you know, you know, and it, it pains them because they're conflicted. They're like, well, I mean, do I root for a Big Ten team? I can't because it's Michigan. It's almost like <laughs> as a Red Sox fan having to root for the Yankees because of situational baseball. <laughs> There's, dude, there is nothing that burns worse than having to 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 do situational cheering. There is yeah. nothing worse. It would be like a Cowboys fan having to pull for the Eagles for some hey, ungodly reason. Let's not go overboard now. Come on. I mean, it's been known to happen. I can, um, is there a situation where I would cheer for the uh, you know, to me, I don't me, know, man. That's the second. You know, the, the one time that I can remember in recent history where I found myself having to conditionally root for the Yankees, <laughs> I uh, this makes you I, nauseous I, I, to even say it, dude. <laughs> there is not enough holy water <laughs> to cleanse the stain. Okay. On your soul, I, I I don't believe that the even the blood of Christ <laughs> straight from the tap, <laughs> straight from the source, dude. I mean, bottled in, in you know, I mean at the, I mean <laughs> bottled at the source. There's no reverse osmosis play applied to it at all. It's not even filtered, just right. You don't even have to boil the hell out of it because <laughs> it's the Son of God. Um. <laughs> I remember because we Red Sox Nation found ourselves having to pull for the Yankees because we needed the Rays to lose, and they just happened to be playing each other that night. <sighs> I'm on the subreddit and I'm on Twitter, and uh, I'm I'm sitting there and and I'm 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 looking at all the trending stuff, right? And both timelines are just blowing up because as soon as the game was over, the Yankees did what we needed them to do. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people that were saying, like, now I've got to go to church. Uh, <laughs> one guy said, you know, one guy said that he's got to go burn the outfit that he was wearing, you know. I, Full body wash. And you ass. saw so many references to uh, Ace Ventura whenever he figured out that Inkle was, you know, Einhorn is Finkel and Finkel is Einhorn. You know, it, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it so, was it just, it, but I mean, you got these Ohio State fans that are just kind of like, 
fuck the Wolverines, you know, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're finding themselves in a unique position where they're having to pull for another conference for the first time in their lives. And you get stuck with the PAC 12, you get stuck with the Washington Huskies. Of all teams, you know, like, I mean, do you, do you completely and perfectly honest with you? I think, I think the Longhorns would have made a better game out of it. Probably. You know, I mean, oh, at no lost. point did I think that the game was going to be a TKO. I mean, when, except for when, you know, the, the the Wolverines forced a turnover on downs with less than two minutes left in the game. At that mm-hmm. point, I was like, okay, all right, go ahead and start bagging up the confetti and get it, you know, get ready to launch. Right. But, I mean, for, for what it's worth, that game last night was incredibly well played. Um for the most part, it was a relatively penalty-free game. Um, so kudos to the ACC referee crew uh, that that came in to officiate that game last night. They 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 let them play for the most part. Um, you know, the one guy that I really felt bad for on the Washington side was uh, number seventy-three, their offensive lineman. He got a couple of holding calls and a couple of false starts called against him last night. And I'm just like, man, and then they were drive-killing penalties, too. I mean, just absolute momentum stoppers. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, okay. It is what it is. It's a, I mean, it. there really wasn't any fights breaking out. Um, No, like, dirty hits that I could see, so to speak. I mean, yeah, there was that one where they called targeting, but then upon further review, there, there was no targeting. Um, so, I mean, there was that. Um, right. Which I agree with the assessment that the the online or the the on air personalities made. It was like, yeah, he led with the crown of the helmet, but he made initial contact with the shoulders. Yeah, yeah, there was helmet to helmet contact, but it wasn't crown to crown. It was it was like side glancing blows. Yeah. And it looked like a clean hit. I mean, it was about as gray as you can get before you start dwelling into the whole. Right. Like an inch which is actually illegal. You know, an inch I mean, no, we're not even talking an inch. We're talking a matter of maybe a quarter of an inch. Right. Um, I mean, as far as just like the flexion of his neck could have made the difference in everything on that call. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, hey, held to, the, held to the victors. Congratulations on Michigan. Uh, winning that and uh, congratulations and, and kudos to the event staff that had to find the world wheelbarrow big enough to help Dave Portnoy carry his balls out of that stadium <laughs> last night. Right. <laughs> that dude, man, he cracks me up. He does. Yeah. I mean, he already had the merch made up. Yep. You know, and he, and on his, on, on, uh, uh, on his TikTok page, he he started pimping it like right away. Yep. I mean, there's still you could still see them down on the field, so you know that this was like a minute like left the in the ink game. Is still damp on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ink is still damp on it. The dye and fabric is still there, you know. And and I'm just like, okay, all right, you do you, El Presidente, you do you. Um, but yeah, no, uh, David, David was working uh, tonight, so he was like, hey, you know, you guys have fun. He wanted to shoot the show last night. And I was like, no, no, I say nay. 
Nay, nay. No, no, we are not. We are not trying to go up against the national championship game. Um, you know, while we may not be big time, Johnny knows enough about ratings and, and competition for ratings that we just don't do certain things. And David, that's one of them. So, yeah. Um, I mean, up until I mean, and like I said, like I told you before, we we went on the air, dude. I right up until game time, I was, dude, I was doing everything I could, short of you know, taking one for the team to try to get a ticket to that game last night. So <laughs> I had resided myself to the fact that I'm just going to sit here at the house and, uh, you know, I'm not going to have to wait in line and fight somebody for a pisser. So it, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, no, so, you know, kind of moving on here, um, man, you want to talk about <laughs> being the last person in the world to find out something. Um, Luke Rayleigh. He used to play here. He, he, he was an outfielder for the, uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, was on his honeymoon. Uh, took his, took his brand new wife to uh, St. Luca for, for a honeymoon. He's in the pool playing, playing volleyball with uh, some people that, that were there. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he gets out of the pool being named MVP of the game and goes to check his phone. He had 20 missed calls and a ton of text messages. <laughs> he, 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 he said, he said, it dawned on me that something happened. <laughs> so he immediately called his agent and he was informed that a deal had been made and that he was now playing outfield for the Seattle Mariners. Oh, wow. I mean, literally, he was the last person on earth to find out that the deal went through. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. So he's like, oh, all right. So they, 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 they finished their evening. They went back to the room and, you know, they, they, they discussed it and talked it over. And, you know, he was asked later, he goes, you know, did it put a damper on the, on the honeymoon plans? He's like, no, absolutely not. He said, we enjoyed ourselves. So, yeah. Um, you know, and I'm like, all right, I mean, at least he's being positive about it. So, um, what this does for the Rays, though, is it helps them trim their roster and streamline their payroll, which I'm I'm kind of sitting there going, all right, well, I remember the Rays a couple years ago whenever they made the uh, the uh, the COVID series, right? You know, and they're talking about, you know, they're going up against Goliath um, in the form of the Dodgers, if you want to call the Dodgers a 2020 a Goliath, you know. Um <laughs> You know, if any team in the in the MLB needs to have an asterisk put next to their World Series title, it would be the 2020 Dodgers. Yes. I mean, you played at what, an 86-game season? Sure, right. because you know, we don't want nobody getting the COVID. And they played the empty stadiums full of cardboard cutouts that had pictures of the season ticket holders. That was the most bizarre. I, I don't know if it was the most bizarre. It was one of the most bizarre things to happen. Yeah, you know, and then, you know... Uh, just, and you and you start to see the video like leak out, right? Where uh, fans are sneaking into the stadiums that year. Yeah, there was a, a video that came out of Fenway. Trees of in in amongst the cardboard. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, because you know, you, it's like you can hear. A, I mean, it's basically like you're at practice in high school, right? Right. You know, everybody can hear everybody on the field, and it echoes throughout the entire park, right? Right. So. Uh, I think it was the uh, the Red Sox were 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 pitching, 
And then you hear this dude go, let's go Red Sox, you know, and he's sitting there <laughs> dead center, like dead center, like almost yeah. in the batter's eye. Hell yeah. This that's dude what I somehow saying. managed to climb the outside wall of the, of the park. Oh, he climbed the wall. His, yeah. He climbed up and over ah, yes. to get into the game. Dude had his Jersey on, right? He had he he had like a he had, he had a Sox T-shirt on underneath it, and he he was just like he's like let's do this let's go play ball. I mean the dude was about it, man. Don't lie. And if your knees were better, that would be you, hundred percent. That would be you. Yeah. If if it I mean, weren't knees. Yeah, I mean if it, it dude, if I didn't have the joints of a seventy year old man, <laughs> I'd be all over it. <laughs> Next time we'll have him unlock the door from the inside for you. <laughs> right. Like, go open the door. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. For the Rays, they're talking about streaming or streamlining or streamlining their roster, cutting payroll. And it's like, why? You know, I mean, next to the Diamondbacks from last year's World Series run, I mean, they've, they've got one of the smaller payrolls in baseball. Yeah. I mean, what are they making room for? Yeah, exactly. Like, who who are you going to entice to go play in that dump? Really? (laughs) (laughs) In a surprise move, Blake Snell's going back to the Rays. No, the fuck, he's not. No, he's not. Um. So, speaking of uh, Blake Snell, um, there was an article out there today I saw, and it was talking about the eleven most likeliest destinations for Blake Snell. Um, Blake Snell, as you know, he's, he's the reigning Cy Young Award winner for the National League. He, he pitched for San Diego last year. Um, there, there were 11 teams. Number one on the list, the Angels. Um, and, Come and, and, on. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, Come what on. Oakland used to be before they became the Las Vegas or A's, it, the, the Angels are basically where you want to go okay so all right better better comparison here better comparison the anaheim angels are the major league baseball equivalent to joining the police off or uh, police force and then opting 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 to take the full-time school campus security guard position (laughs) school resource officer yay yeah you know, you do it for that patch on the back of your jersey, and that's all the clout you got. You've got all the arresting powers of a normal officer, but you're there to corral a bunch of high school kids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just get shit on by teenagers all day. Which, I mean, honestly, is not that different from a regular police officer either. But Right, but at least a regular police officer is out there in their shop every day on the streets, you know, doing doing their work. You know, right. putting that good academy of training to 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 to, to work there. Right. Um, <laughs> so I can see that we've got two viewers. One so, of them is me. Just one of them. Disclosure. Full disclosure. Okay, fine. We had three. I don't know what happened. I know that we were supposed to have an audience tonight. I'm like, all one right. Of, one of my coworkers came in and was like, "Oh God, this is what they talk about." <laughs> Look, it doesn't get any better than this, so you might as well just stick it out and ride the wave. This, this you actually, know? yeah, we've been. Uh, th- this is probably this is because ninety nine percent of the time, 
that's how some of our detractors were 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 conceived is just you know coming here slap their mom in the ass they rode the wave in and their pullout game like mine is weak as fuck i'm just kind of putting that out there weak as fuck non-existent in it to win it man in it to win it you know, nobody ever said I did anything half-assed. So, you know, it's all, <laughs> all right, so they're talking about the Anaheim Angels, and it's like, well, the Angels are going to have to spend their money somewhere now that Shohei uh, Otani's gone. It's like, you you want to look at them and go, <laughs> what? What's the point? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I still have Mike Trout, though. Why? I don't know. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Now they're talking they're about there, they're just there to pad out the the <laughs> pad out the number of teams. Anyways, they they you won't talk about don't matter anymore. Yeah. Ir- irrelevant. And then they mentioned buddy in Anaheim too. The Bronx Bombers. The bums from Brooklyn. Oh, the, no, not Brooklyn. The Bron- the bums from the Bronx. Who play in the house? That Jeter build. The pinstriped fuckboys of the American League East. Who for <sighs> years have done everything they've could to buy another World Series title. <sighs> I love that they haven't been able to. Yeah, I, I love every time that the the Yankees fall flat on their face, <laughs> it just makes or that the feel. Yankees choke at the hands of my beloved Red Sox, who are amazing choke artists in their own right. <laughs> um, this last year being prime example. <clears throat> no, they didn't choke last year because they didn't give me any hope of grandeur. <laughs> that is that is actually true. And you can go back and you know I. Hey, the replay platypus, you know, <laughs> you can go back and watch the tapes. Never once did I say, We're, this is our year. We're going to win it all. No, you are correct. You had zero faith. Well, I don't say zero faith. You had I'm zero a true believer. I'm a washed again, born in the bloody sock Red Sox fan. Okay. You, yes. So you have, you have, you have blind faith. That's the problem. <laughs> yes. True faith. You have belief in the faith. unseen. You're right. Right. Because it's not blind faith because you know exactly how bad they are. <laughs> but you have yes. true faith. That's you know that's my I've, way of I've I've been a, a lucky enough to be a, to have been alive to witness four of these miracles. Right. Okay. The 10 days in, in, in November or 10 days in October, November, you know, the the, the, the 2004 mm-hmm. stretch, the 2017, yes. 2013, 2018. Um, so I know that they can do it. I know that the team is capable. Not with what they have now, but they're capable. And I will touch on why I think that they haven't here lately, later in the show, but moving on because, you know, I have done my diligence tonight and I tried to set us a talk, you know, I've got notes, I've got talking points and bullets that I need to hit, you know, so we're moving on. All right, so uh, the number three, number three on this list for Blake Snell is the Dodgers. I mean, <sighs> because they need more. <laughs> you know, I, I I would love nothing more 
than to see the Dodgers finish in the standings behind the San Diego Padres. Oh year. God, yes. I would love to see that. I want to not, see not that. as not not as a wild card. <clears throat> I would love to see them kind of just like sputter run out of steam right there with about 15 games to go and they're a half game out and they can't manage to close the gap. <laughs> they just finish. Then you're gonna then you then you look and <laughs> you look at those people, those poor unfortunate souls that are having to pay nine hundred dollars a fucking seat for the nosebleed section because their payroll is bigger than God. Um I would love to see the Los Angeles Dodgers fail. I, w- I want to see them. I want to see them fall back as rapidly in the standings this coming season as LeBron James's hairline. <laughs> it's galloping. Okay. Now, a team that I would not mind seeing Blake Snell go to are the Cubs. Um, see, they can actually use them, though. That's the thing. They can because they lost Marcus Stroman over the over the offseason. Off right. So, um, you know, the problem with Blake Snell, he's got to stay healthy. That's all there is to it. Um, next on the list is staying where he's at now is in the you know at the Padres. Um, Padres still have a pretty hefty payroll because um, <laughs> they still got um, Fernando uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. They've got Manny Machado, who's the biggest douchebag in professional baseball, um, and Xander Bogarts. Um, <sighs> I mean, right there, they're looking at probably close to just a touch over $300 million in payroll just in those three players alone. Right. The Dodgers, on the other hand, you would think that Scrooge McDuck was running the team. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck was was financing the team and somebody roofied his accountant, you know. <laughs> I love that visual. You know, and, and then his accountant realizes, oh, I've been roofied, and he tries to become uh, what is it, uh, Mega Duck or whatever. I can't remember. Darkwing? No, not Darkwing. He would say something like, uh, like Balderdash, I think was the magic word or something like that. And like he would get all armored up, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If you're out there watching and you can Google it, throw it in the comment section. Please tell me what the name of the Robo Duck and DuckTales was. Because right now I'm just too lazy to, you know, look it up myself. Maria will come through for us. Right. Um, Next on the list was the Mariners. (laughs) Do what? I said I don't even know if she's in there. Right. Uh, Mariners are up on that list. Um. Okay. Um, I just yeah. Um, Maria, what am I doing? (laughs) Not paying attention, apparently. This is why we can't have nice things. I'm sorry. We we love you, Maria. (laughs) Um, Next on the list. See, okay. My 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 heartburn with the Seattle Mariners is they're just good enough to produce (laughs) Hall of Fame caliber talent. But because the ownership group doesn't want to pay for high, high end free agent talent to win a series, 
Oh, she's stuck in Idaho and Idaho. had to use the restroom. I mean, there's worse places to be. Idaho's pretty nice. I not mean, yeah. Not this time of year. I mean, it, it sucks this time of year. Hope <laughs> <laughs> you like snow. I mean, to me, the people in Idaho might be a little starchy. <laughs> really? You know. Really? That's where we're going to go? I mean, there's there's got to be a couple of, like, you know, golden Yukons out there somewhere, right? <laughs> I mean, they all can't be rusted. It's going to mash it right in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, unlike these jokes, I mean, I, I've yet to hear a comedian come out of there with, with enough ogrotness to uh, put on a good set. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if if living in Idaho is anything like Napoleon Dynamite portrayed it, you would imagine that the people in Idaho spend a lot of their time getting baked. Listen, I grew up in northern Montana, and it's more accurate than I like to admit. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Except for that dude with the the chickens. That was that was weird. We never put raw eggs in our lemonade. <laughs> right. I don't that was that was weird. All right, so to answer Maria's question, we were talking about oh. <laughs> the Dodgers and how it's like Scrooge McDuck is financing the team and somebody roofied his accountant, but then I couldn't remember what the accountant's name was and what what the name of the character is that he became once all of like the 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 iron duck iron uh, armor kind of hit him and so i put it out there that people in the comment section could look it up for us if they wanted to but you know there's that somebody was away from the radio and didn't hear the radio good lord how old am i yeah it's fuck <laughs> just say i'll take it I mean, we could probably pull off a radio show, even though we started on the internet. I mean, that's true. I mean, I personally don't put a whole <laughs> lot of faith into the whole radio killed the radio, you know, you know video killed the radio star. I definitely but have a face made for radio. I've been told I do as well. Fenton. Fenton is the name of the, yes, Fenton. Fenton and then, that's why we love you, Maria. It's like Megaduck or something like that. Anyways, <laughs> Fenton Crackshell. Okay, well, that's the name of the accountant, but we can't remember like his alter ego, you know, or the superhero version of him. He wears all that armor. Anyways, um, the Giants. The Giants is another place that they think would be a most likely. And then she dropped out. She's like, fuck these guys. <laughs> um, the uh, Giants are I, I, showing up on the list as places that he would most likely show up. I don't think so. Um, no, no. Um, they would, they would gizmo duck. Thank you. Gizmo duck. That's what it is. Um, the eighties television shows were just awesome. fantastic. They were, um, the Phillies. Yeah. Um, Where do you think that, that rotation kind of would, would scare me a little bit, you know, Snell, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. 
It almost guarantees he's not going to go there, though. There's no yeah. other team's going to want to face that. Well, true, but at the same time, I think Blake Snell's got a little bit more respect for himself than 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 to sign a contract in Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, nobody who likes themselves goes to Philadelphia. I mean, I, I, to be to, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. The only reason I think Jason Kelsey stayed in Philadelphia for as long as he did is because he's like, well, they drafted me. I think I kind of owe him my career. I mean, he did squeeze a Super Bowl out of him, so uh, yeah. Even though he keeps losing his ring. <laughs> Um, the Red Sox are uh, on the list. Now, the Red Sox recently traded their left-hander, uh, left-handed ace, Chris Sale, to the Braves. Now, Blake Snell is another left-hander. Um, the, the Red Sox need a left-handed arm uh, mm. in the, in their rotation. I would like to say that I would like this fit. It just depends on what the contract is and whether or not Blake Snell can stay healthy. So, you know, there's yeah. all that. Um, the Orioles... I kind of like that idea, but at the same time, I don't. Um, and and that's simply just because they're they're a division rival for me. So. Right, that could be. Um, and then they bring up the Mets for some ungodly reason. Um, <laughs> no, you know, because the Mets like to spend themselves into uh, irrelevancy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, the the, the the Mets. What is a couple of years ago? They 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 dropped like three hundred million dollars on their payroll, and didn't even qualify for the wild card. <laughs> right. And then you know they've got these power arms. You know, like they had Max Scherzer, they had Justin Verlander, and they traded them both away at the trade deadline. Yeah, they did. And what little... happened to both of those arms? They ended up in the playoffs. They ended up in the LCS, and one of their arms ended up winning a World Series that year. Or yeah. last year, so eh. I'm like, okay. Um, next on the list is Colin Montgomery. Um, he nobody has signed him yet at all. Um, he has been quoted as saying that the Rangers are his first choice. Mm-hmm. Um, now the Yankees obviously want him back. Course. Teams like the Red Sox are rumored to have um, some pretty high high caliber uh, artillery shells uh, loaded up, ready to make a run at them or make a make a run at uh, Colin Montgomery. But um, he said that Texas is where he would like to end up. Um, Has Texas I mean, been pursuing him? Uh, as of right now, I don't think, think that should. they've even. I, I I don't think that they've extended him a qualifying offer. Actually, no, I think they he did, or they did, and he declined it because he he wanted to test the market just to yeah. kind of see what he's worth. Um, I mean, we're coming up on. I mean, this is January 9th. You know, yeah. pitchers and catchers report in just a little over a month, about five mm-hmm. weeks from now. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> in a surprise move, which, you know, I'm like, I'm sitting there going, okay. Um, 
I was pretty happy with the the talks and the rumors that were swirling around Tiesco, uh, uh, Tiescar Hernandez. Um, he is a all-star outfielder for the Mariners last couple of seasons. Um, he was heavy, being heavily pursued by a lot of different teams. Um, the Red Sox threw a couple of uh, two-year offers at him. He declined everything, um, and he signed a one-year deal with the Dodgers. One-year, $23.5 million deal. Mm. Um, it's not going to be made official until this or until next week. So that just kind of came out of nowhere. They asked, you know, why? And he said that with the lineup that the uh, the Dodgers have been kind of Lego piecing together, he he really wants to be a part of that. I can kind of kind of understand his his logic from that point of view, but at the same time, and you're just kind of like. Man, it's a one-year deal, so you know you better get everything you've got. Have just like a stellar year, yeah. Otherwise, your 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 free agent market value for FDM next season is going to be absolute dog water. It's going to be hilarious. So eh, there's all that. Now, uh, the only thing as far as like baseball that we've got left, um, yeah. Now, now you know, obviously, no bones about it. Red Sox fan. I mean, hello. You know, for those of you who have met me, we've met. Um, when the Red Sox went out and they fired uh, Hayne Bloom at the end of uh, last season, we're like, all right, fine, great. We're going to we're gonna start getting some of these guys in here that we need to put together a roster that can make a legitimate run into the playoffs and, and, and put us in position to win, a, to win a World Series. And they hired Craig Breslow, who pitched for the organization back in the early 2000s. Um, and, and he just starts coming out with these deals and signing these players. And I'm just like, you know, a lot of people are sitting there going, what the fuck's going on? What is um, because when Craig Breslow was signed, you know, when, when they, when the announcement was made, he, uh, he said that we're going to go full throttle and pitching was going to be his priority, which to the delight of a lot of Red Sox faithful, including myself, that was that was angelic news. I mean, that was that was music that rained down from upon high, right? <laughs> um, I mean, we're not too many seasons removed from uh, Craigslist Craigslist ads being placed out there <laughs> from fans at the ballpark taking pictures <laughs> of the bullpen and then putting out legitimate, like honest to God, help wanted ads on craigslist for pitching <laughs> that is that is fantastic i mean that's that's a bold move red sox fans have been called some of the douchiest people in 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 all the sports and to an extent i kind of agree every fan base has got them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean they baseball they mostly come from philadelphia and new york and from football they mostly come from philadelphia but anyway um from Philadelphia, mostly Philadelphia. Montreal. <laughs> I mean, you want your douchey hockey fans, Toronto Maple Leaf fans? Yes, oh, the worst. Now, don't get me started with the upstart. Oh, look, we're the Vegas Golden Knights. Shut up, you're an expansion team. Sit down, shut up. Yes, oh, we got a Stanley Cup. Good for you. You haven't even had a diapers yet. Shut up. 
Anyway, um, so <laughs> love how you know, we, 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 we lost this Diesco or Tascar uh, 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 or Tascar Hernandez deal. We lost out on the Otani sweepstakes. We lost out on the Yamato uh, sweepstakes. And you got all these people going over there to the new reincarnation of the evil empire out there on the West Coast. And, you know, they're just they're and it, 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 it was come out and, and said that, oh, we're trying to trim payroll so we can make a serious run at one of these top. It, yes, David. Jesus Christ, David, he's not even here and he's still trying to fuck up the flow for the show. We're not even talking about football yet, bro. We're, we're, we're not there yet, man. Jesus Christ. Well, we have show notes, David. Look, dude, I, oh, I mean, I tried no. to be prepared tonight. Ass. <laughs> you know what? If our viewers <laughs> drop from three to two, good. <laughs> Go back to work. Something more important to be doing. Jeez. Earning your paycheck, not fucking up the flow. But we love you, David. Wet dream. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he could. It could be raining vaginas and he'd still be hit in the face with a penis. He'd be like that turkey that looks up when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> David, why is your mouth open? Maria's the only one being nice. She's like, hi, David, with the smiley face. <laughs> We have to offset that. You can't be too nice to David. Maria, she takes up all the niceness. We'll let we'll let her deal with that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you know, it's not like we as as co-hosts tried to be nice to our producer and got him a really awesome Christmas present or anything like that. I'm just <laughs> kind of putting that out there. Um yeah. So now that, that Craig Breslow is doing the same things that Hein Bloom did, he's just throwing out these like piecemeal offer, you know, piecemeal offers to these free agents. Hey, come play for us for one or two years. We'll pay you 20 million. We'll pay you 15 million. Where is he getting his marching orders from? They say that they're trimming down all this payroll and they're getting rid of all these all these players that aren't costing them anything. What are you going to do? Who is it that you're going to make this just amazing blockbuster offer to that is going to piss every other team in the major leagues off that you you managed to land this one guy? To my to my knowledge, there's really not any. I mean, other than Blake Snell, there is nobody out there. Yep. That is going to be worth $150 million. No, hell no. You know, you have to start questioning it. It's like, okay, where is he getting the marching orders from? And the only thing left out there as far as like logical, I mean, the, the, the only logical place left to point a finger is the ownership. Yeah. Well, it's not, I mean, the whole front office. Yeah, so I mean, Mr. Henry, what the fuck? You know, it, 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 I even saw it mentioned. Um, 
that, you know, with, with the way that they're trimming all of this payroll is that somebody said, well, just kind of be, be prepared that Fenway, you know, uh, sports group is going to put the team up for sale in the next two, three years. Right. It would be um, you better start saving up your, uh, your pennies. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll, I'll go have these with you. <laughs> Can you imagine though, man? Can you imagine like in a surprise announcement, you know, Johnny Skelton and Chris Jacka are these, the new owners of the Red Sox. It's like, it's like these oh, fucking guys own the team now. <laughs> dude, sports radio in Boston would just fucking melt. You know, what's funnier is I guarantee I would still be wearing a Rangers hat when I did that. <laughs> We'd make the arrangement. I'd be wearing some Rangers shit. Uh, <laughs> fucking I would, have, socks, to ban you. You I would have to ban you from the press conference. I, I really would. would. No, 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 no. I would be wearing a Red Sox t-shirt and a Rangers hat. Bro, no. No, no. <laughs> they would, they would, they would. You would talk about torches, pitchforks, <laughs> and nooses would be out there on Jersey Street. They well, would listen. pull us out of the front office and they would have us hung from a tree. Right there in, 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 in Quincy Market for the entire me, world me, to see. Tell me that wouldn't fire up the fan base, though. Not in the way that we nope, want. No. Nope. Hey, listen. There's no such thing as bad press. They'd be talking about us, I right? I want you to do me we a favor. Be, I want you to download. No, I want you to viral listen, immediately. I want you to download the Odyssey app, and I want you to try to listen to WEEI. <laughs> or the other sports station there in Boston. And you tell me that there's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> Come you've on, listened, you listened to the Monday morning guys, uh, you know, that call into the Dallas sports shows talking about whether well, the Cowboys should have done this. And Jerry Jones is a fucking moron. You know, dude, that, that has no, I'm, they still I, I'm, I'm here to tell you. They'd still I'm go here to buy tell tickets. You. They still buy the merchandise. I understand that. I understand that. But you don't understand. We go viral. It's like that guy on TikTok. You don't fucking understand. (laughs) You don't get it. You don't get it. (laughs) Listen, all I hear is dollar signs. All I hear is social media blowing up. They'd be talking about us the whole time. We'd be viral. I see. I would become the new. I would become the new Picard meme. I'd be like this. <laughs> I'm not going to be in a suit and tie. I'm going to have all my Red Sox gear on. Listen, we'd have asses and seats. That's 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 all that matters. I get that. We would make our money back on the team. Do not get me wrong. But that's not the point. I'm, I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy my beloved Red Sox just to make my money back on them. <laughs> I'm going to buy my beloved Red Sox, by God, to where we become one of the most hated organizations in all of sports because we're giving Listen. the Yankees a run for their championship count. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not going to be in lockstep in getting those. Listen, I, I'm, I'm. You're just going to do it to be a, just to kind of be a troll at the, at the beginning, right? A little bit. I'm still a Rangers fan, but that's not going to adjust anything that I do for the organization. But come on, okay. man. Okay, okay. So I you're going to what you're telling what what you're telling me is that you're going to sneak out part of your part of your earnings from the team 
uh, from the day-to-day -day operations. You're going to carve out part of your your salary, so to speak, and you're going to what buy a minority stake in the Rangers. Ooh. I'm going to be all in with the exception of the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm going to, just because I don't want to pay property taxes and, and set up residency within the state of uh, Massachusetts, I'm going to still have, I'm going to still hold a, a home here in Texas. Right? right. But during the season, dude, I'm going to rack up so many frequent flyer miles. It's not even going to be funny. I'm going to be in my, in, in my, in, at my Fenway apartment. <laughs> you know, the owner's box is the owner's house so you only get in if you know me you know kind you'll of get, stuff. You'll, you'll get one of the uh the penthouses there at the texas motor speedway yeah that's the residence you want dude speaking yeah. of did you see that there there was a tiktok that i saw where there was an abandoned uh baseball field that they turned into a residential area like they actually built um, fucking apartments. In yeah, uh, in, in in Japan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they turned the, the inside of the stadium is a self self sustained neighborhood. Yes, it yeah. is freaking amazing. It looks gorgeous. And gunshots and Heimer. What? Wait, what? What? Gunshots. You know what? I, it's finger guns. No, no, I, I have a theory. If you just <laughs> no. ignore him, maybe he'll go away. You know, <laughs> it hasn't worked for us yet. <laughs> it has not worked for us yet. You can't ignore him. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, Our Father who art in heaven, how would be that name? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the w Michigan Wolverines last night won the national championship outright, finished the season 15 and 0. They are the first big 10 team to do that um, ever. Uh, yep. They beat the Washington Huskies 34 to 13. Now you would think, okay, well that score indicates that, you know, it, it was kind of a lopsided game. Uh, the first half, it was kind of like, it was all Michigan. Absolutely. All Michigan. Um, you started to see that Washington was making some in-game in adjustments. Um, the, the the defense obviously is going to develop. You're, I mean, you're not going to have a lockdown defense for for sixty minutes. It's just not going to happen. Not not at this level. So, but uh, uh, Penix Jr., the uh, quarterback for uh, Washington, he ended up the night with a couple of interceptions. Two interceptions. And he was sacked once, which is more than I can say, you know, which is, I mean, kudos to the to the Michigan defense. I mean, they managed to do to uh, uh, Washington's quarterback that the Longhorn defense couldn't do. I mean, Michael Penix Jr., he, he had this air of, like, mysticism about him. You're like, oh, he's a great downfield passer. You know, he's he's got – great legs you know he can he can move the ball uh he's got good you know he, he's got great field vision right the michigan defense put this kid through the ringer last night he he was i mean he was hurt um he, he had one of those like flak jackets 
those rip protector pads. Dude, mm. he was grabbing the pads on his right side and pulling them away yeah. from himself after every play. Um, uh. Dude, he was getting put on the ground. He was getting hit. He was being pressured all night long. They, they I mean, they only managed to get home one time and and sack him. Yeah. And uh, I think it was it was like an eight-yard loss. Mm. Um, it was bad. Um, I mean, he – Let me see here. Um, two interceptions, a sack for a loss, and 59 total tackles um, is what the Michigan defense uh, managed to do last night. Now, uh, they held the the Huskies to fewer total yards than uh, than Michigan tallied in rushing yards alone. So mm. the, the Washington offense only managed to get a total combined 301 yards of offense <laughs> last night. The rushing game alone – from Michigan, 303 yards. Wow. Uh, you know, and Washington only had one pass play that went longer than 20 yards last night compared to what they did to Texas. The week yeah, before, exactly. You know, at the Sugar Bowl. So, I mean, it, when you when you look at the, the the cumulative stats and 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 how the game played itself out last night. Michigan from 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 opening kickoff to the final whistle, dude. It was it it, it was a fun game to watch, and and I wouldn't say it was an instant classic, um, but it definitely it was definitely a historic game. Uh, it's going to be the last year of the four team playoff format. Um, this is the tenth year of the playoffs. Uh, for for college football next year, they're expanding it out. Um, they're going to have um, eight teams. Are they they're adding adding eight teams? I think it is. Anyway, so they they're, they're going to an expanded playoff format for next year, um, which it, it's all about money at that point. And you know, the only thing that I'm going to say is that you know the players that are putting their bodies out on the line for these schools. These schools are making hand over fist on these kids. And I'm not saying pay these kids a salary or anything like that. But these kids need to share some of that revenue. Right. You know, um, the biggest disappointment out of last night's game is the fact that EA Sports did not fulfill their promise and drop a trailer for uh, NCAA college football. <laughs> of course. That's I mean, they the were building, dude, they were building it up all week. Yeah, and all of these gamers were, and all these streamers were talking about, you know, I can't wait for this trailer. This trailer's gonna be fire. That's EA. Nothing. They should have known it was coming. But EA's been, I mean, EA has been working with the NCAA for a couple of years now to get this game put back out. Yeah, and because you know, it's like, all right, college football, the most popular titles. Well, I mean, with the exception of your diehard players, Madden has just kind of fallen off to the wayside here for the last couple mm -hmm. of seasons, right? So, you know, EA Sports, who puts out Madden, is like, hey, we need to infuse some excitement into our football division. Let's bring NCAA back. And they, they drop that at one of these, uh, not, not the E3, because the E3 has been permanently canceled. But, yeah. um, it, you know, they, 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 they let the, the, the news leak out there into the, uh, the, the Twitterverse. You know, before it became the X-verse or whatever. I don't know. 
I'm still going to call it the Twitterverse. In fact, if you tell me not to call it Twitter, I'm going to call it Twitter even harder. Yes. So, yeah. Um, but the if they're good, you know, like these kids that, that their likenesses are being used for things like covers or even in the game, mm-hmm. even their names. Yeah, even just the name. It's just their names. Just the name. You know, uh, cut cut a piece of that revenue off. Now, if the kids, once they graduate school or they go pro, then they can get access to those funds. Yeah, even if you put it into a pool or a trust or something, at least they have something, you know, to, to kind of fall back on. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, if they get hurt and they're told, hey, you can't play football anymore, you can't play this sport or that, can't play that sport but they're still having to try to figure out how to pay for their education because they were there on a scholarship, get yeah. access to that trust and go from there. Yeah. Um, Give them a little golden parachute. Yeah. So to speak. But, you know, I mean, obviously education has got to be the, the, the priority there, but uh, I mean, Jim Harbaugh even said something about it during the, uh, uh, the, the, the pressers leading up to to the game last night. And he even stated something about it during the post-game interview, uh, post-game conference about some of these athletes being able to share in some of the revenue. And I figure Jim Harbaugh at this point, he doesn't, he figures he doesn't have anything else to lose because the NCAA has already got it out for him. So, yeah, (laughs) but it's a good game to watch. Um, I'm glad that we pushed off the show till tonight. So that way I, you know, I could watch it. And, you know, give it the intention that, you know, it, it, it deserved, you know, I mean. How bad would have sucked if you we'd have put it off and then the just game just was 63 to three blowout again or something. It just, still would have given us something to talk about, but. And that's true. You know, mostly I was holding out hope. You want a good gonna, game if you're going to have it. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, I'm sitting there watching in the, 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 the pregame stuff right in the opening ceremonies for this for the game and i'm just like kept checking my email and like nope i'm not getting the ticket for the game tonight so just put my phone down just watch the game (laughs) um how bad would it have been if last second you get the notification you got the tickets and you'd already put your phone dude i'd have been in the car (laughs) it would have taken me 35 minutes to make the hour drive to nrg stadium (laughs) We'll catch the last half. I don't care. Oh, dude, no. <laughs> I'd have been there before halftime. Absolutely. Anyway. How would you know if you didn't have your phone? Like I say you put your phone aside and you just decide not to check it anymore. Well, once the game started, you, I, you know, then the events closed. So, That's kind of, so. all right. Now, um, according to my notes in my itinerary, um, we're going to supposed to go over some NFL stuff here. Um but it is 8.30, so what I'm going to do is... You're going to do it? Do we got it this time? I'm going to uh, try to get Colin in here real quick. Yay, yay. Let's... There he goes. There's the link. It has been delivered and read. So I'm going to give him a second to get logged in here. Um, For those of you who may be tuning in for the very first time, um, my 14-year-old son, Colin, he has become a staple of our program here 
11 sports. sports. Um, he's really the, the glue that ties the whole room together. And so he is speaking of which, what is up my guy? Yo. Can you not hear me? Loquacious as ever. Okay, there I'm in this. I'm in the show now. Yeah. Can you can you hear me? I was in backstage. I I know. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, that's all right. Awesome. That's that's the quality programming we're remember that skit that was on Conan like years ago. In the year three (laughs) thousand modern technology, people. This is a wonderful thing. Yep. But don't worry, we've heard from the Jonas Brothers, and everything there is just fine. I, for one, feel better. <laughs> yes. So, um, if you get that reference, that means that you're probably old enough now to where you can start thinking about things like Icy Hot or Biofreeze before you go to bed. Okay. Heartburn medicines. And- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, You ready, bud? Because Colin wasn't with us last week because, you know, he had just gotten home from my house. He was kind of tired and really he just he didn't have he didn't have all of his faculties about him to bring forth um, the quality uh, that we have come to know and expect. So we gave him the week off last week and uh, he's had an entire week to uh, kind of freshen up and. uh Hopefully, turn return to top form. So, uh, Colin, you ready to go? We're expecting mm-hmm. big things for me this week. I can tell that he's excited to be here because he's playing a game while he's watching, while he's talking to us. This whoa, game whoa. today. Ooh. Oh, yep. okay. Is it it's any okay. good? It's okay. All right. It's okay. Well, ringing, ringing endorsement. All right. <laughs> Um, Johnny, I don't hear anything. Are you going to play the intro or I'm doing it now. It's not, we, we can't hear it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, I heard you mumbling with it, but I did not hear anything. What in the hell? Okay. So that one's not. It's Stand up all the way. Let's try that again. Nothing. What well, in the actual fuck over? So here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it old fashioned. Do it. God, I love technology. We need to have somebody animate that and just release that on YouTube. Right. Do it like um, Afro Samurai style. Yeah, samurai. Yeah, Afro samurai. Afro or samurai Boondock, yes. Yeah, samurai Jack. Can we hear that? No. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what it was? David popped in, and his little gremlin bad juju shit just came over and and just knocked it off the air. That's what it was. We'll blame David. Yeah, I I, I honestly don't get it. Because my my sound effect bar is on. Yeah, it's on. 
and it's not muted. Yeah, and your audio is coming through just fine. Did one of the channels get muted? No. On your uh, on the soundboard? I'm going to try this one more time. You know, I bet when we go to the playback, it's going to be there the whole time. <laughs> no, nothing here. Hold on here. Nothing? No. For the first time in well, a while. Like very, 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 very faint. Like it is plain, but the volume is all the way down. It's all the way up on my end, and that's yeah. so disappointing. Um, is- so we're gonna okay. All right, Colin. <laughs> you know it's joke time with Colin. Everybody, there's your intro for the week. Jeez. I have such high aspirations. Like you know, we're gonna we're getting new listeners and new viewers to come in this week. And <laughs> yeah, if if any of my uh, my new coworkers are, this is par for the course. This this is the uh, the high quality programming that you're gonna come to love and enjoy. And it's not like you know, this is the first time this has happened to me. You know, oh, it's, oh, it's not no. one of those deals. You know, this is <laughs> par for the course. I'm sorry to say. It's part of our charm. Go ahead, Colin. Just, just take it away, please. Mm-hmm. No, just, just, just no. do your thing. Wow us, wow us, my friend. Make me forget that we're having technical difficulties on this end. <laughs> What's the difference between Neil Armstrong and Michael Jackson? Oh God. Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. Michael Jackson had sex with children. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You know, part of me was thinking that he was gonna go somewhere along the lines of moonwalks. Yeah. <sighs> oh wow. Oh, starting the week off strong. There we go. It's like a good cup of coffee. Absolutely. All right. That's the only one I have. What? That's yeah. I get. We do. We gave you a week off. You had two. I know. It's been source material's been kind of weak. All right. Fine. You want to stick around at least until the end of the show? At least. At least it was Maria. She's like, oh, so it's happened before. Interesting. Listen, one in five men. My son is on the show, so we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, I'm going to try to play his outro and then see if we can solve it. Maybe the outro works. Screw it. Up this. Colin has been here. He is still here. And whether or not you've consented... Your soul has been assaulted. My genetic code on display. Once again, everybody, this has been joke time with Colin. Okay, it's not so. the same without the music. I know, I know. I've got to figure out what's going on. I have no idea. Oh, fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs>
Uh, uh, All I'm going to say is that the only reason this may or may not have happened before in the past is uh, edging too close. And, you know, taking t- edging too long. I, I don't know. You, know, you kind of get yourself into that mindset of like, oh, I'm denying myself, denying myself. And then when you finally get up to that point, you're, you're, you know, your secondary brain goes, <laughs> let's see how you like it. Right. <laughs> so. In <Soviet> Russia. Yeah. <laughs> and you. Right. Mother Russia. <laughs> Edge deny you. <laughs> oh man he's a uh, very strange head man from state come <laughs> to knock on door say you'll give me orgasm now or i put bullet in back of head but i have not had chance to use it mm. it doesn't matter somebody else in moscow they need the orgasm <laughs> Hunter Biden needs you orgasm, and you have more to give than he has. So there you go. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fucking Bidens. All right. All right. So see what I did there. Oh, I got political, everybody. Oh, my God. Is yeah. it that kind of show? <laughs> yeah. It can be. Yeah. It can be. <laughs> Frequently is. Much, you know, I mean... I would say it's as wrong as two boys fucking in church on Sunday, but there was two boys fucking in the Senate hearing room on a Sunday. Yep. And how do we know? Hmm? They felt it. Or or am I thinking of something else about the senators? You are correct, sir. Yep. 100%. Yep. 100%. Really think about it. It's kind of funny. Like that's, that's where they pass laws. Funny haha or funny like what the fuck? No, you gotta say it with a voice. I mean funny <laughs> haha or funny queer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you talk. Mm. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is <clears throat> Oh my god. I don't see that movie in forever. <laughs> 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 Don't stand up to big girl from from the dollar store, mm. or she'll kill you. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, Dan. All right, so we had the st- <laughs> we had the Ravens over the Steelers. The Ravens decided that they were going to rest their starters, and the Steelers walked away with a victory on that one. They finished the season ten and seven with a seventeen to ten victory over the thirteen and four number one seeded in the AFC Baltimore Ravens. All right, uh, moving on. We had the Texans pick to beat the Colts. Oh, thank God. You know, the Texans. I would have been so angry if we would have got that wrong. You had no idea. Right? Like, yeah, because then then the Texans would be going home. The Jags would have gone home. And the Colts would have won the division. Um, You think about where the Texans have been for the last two years, three years, right? Last year, they started the season off with a tie at home against the Colts. I know I was there. Okay. Um, 
We left about then they then they go and they hired D'Amico Ryans as their head coach. Okay. Uh he he played for the organization. Uh he brought an excitement to to the to the organization. Uh players were excited to play for him. And then uh the the Texans go and they they pull off the steal of the century, basically. They they were expected to go a com, you know completely different uh direction. Yeah, well, actually, let me back that up the bears were expected to go in a completely different direction and they ended up uh picking somebody else i forget who went number one overall last year it doesn't matter i don't even remember (laughs) the texans come swooping in and pulled off the heist of the year and they took cj stroud number you know second overall in the draft last year Mm -hmm. this kid showed up and showed out and has become an absolute leader in that club yes um if having Sorry. losing seasons in back-to-back years, the Texans now find themselves as the AFC South champions. They pulled off the victory. I mean, they 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 went in, they did their job to secure a playoff spot in Indianapolis by beating the Colts 23-19. This is after a rough start this year, too. Yeah, I mean, it was after a rough start. I mean, and they had lost to the Colts the first part of the year because, you know, C.J. Stroud was still trying to figure everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, but once he got it all figured out, and and to he was invited. C.J. Stroud was invited to Tom Brady's podcast um, about a month or so ago. And he, was, he took the time to ask Tom Brady for advice. That is when you know that you have a humble young man. Exactly. He's not afraid to, to ask. And well, I mean, knowledge. You, you find yourself thrust into this spotlight in, in, a, in a market that's not used to winning. You experience a little bit of success. You start hearing your name tossed around with uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, maybe even MVP. Your coach is being mentioned in circles that talk about Coach of the Year. Um. Mm-hmm. And then the GOAT, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, calls you and invites you to be on his podcast. And you have it, you you have the mental capacity and the humility to ask him for advice, knowing that you're having the success that you're having. Right. Tom Brady was more than happy to give him that advice. Right. And and I, I you know, it, dude, I... I'm happy for the kid in no way, shape, form or fashion. Am I going to go out and start buying season tickets for the Houston Texans? No, not at all. Um, will I, will I I'm buy still, a CJ Stroud Jersey? Yeah, maybe at some point I'm still open for the, uh, for the all Texas Super Bowl. Oh yeah, no, we're going to get to that. Yeah. We're going to get to that. But the fact that in back-to-back seasons, the Texans were eliminated before the halfway point in the season. Yeah. Um, they come out in force this year and, and they win the AFC South and you know, they, yeah, they needed some help to win the division and the Jags. I mean, the Jags, dude, they were leading their division all year, all year. And then they have a Philadelphian collapse. Okay. I, and just absolutely shit the bed. I, I told you I had zero faith in them all season. I've been saying it since the beginning. I had zero faith in them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, and you know, here I am. I'm, 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 
propping the Texans up on this like soapbox here. But you know, I dude, I'm completely and totally happy with the way that the regular season ended for the Houston Texans. Yes. And again, I'm saying this as a Cowboys fan. I'm I'm genuinely happy that to, that they were. To, I don't want to say Cinderella season yet, but you know there was a huge turnaround, all 180 turn for the beginning of the season. Because I, I any regular listener, you won't start hearing the term Cinderella being thrown around until you see Houston's uh, Houston uh, punch their ticket for the AFC Championship game. Yeah. So I, you know, we're, 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 I mean, we're going to get into the playoff racket here in just a few minutes, but I mean, absolutely, dude. I'm, I'm they got a shot. just gonna throw it out. Oh, yeah. There. Any given Sunday, or in this case, Saturday. Absolutely. Right. Um, next, we had the Buccaneers pick to beat the Panthers. Um, the Panthers are finishing the season two and 15, uh, when they dropped a nine to nothing game uh, against the Buccaneers. I can't. People went to that Panthers game expecting to see a football game and a baseball game broke out, dude. That's a baseball score. <laughs> yes. I that is can't. a baseball score, I right? Just... You know, the, the visitors put a crooked number up in the top of the fifth inning, and then they never looked back, you know, kind of a situation. Um. Uh, the Bengals managed to pull off the upset. We had the Browns pick to beat the Bengals. The Bengals beat the Browns, a resting Browns squad, um, 31 to 14. Um, a majority of the picks that we had that we got wrong for this week, um, just simply due to the fact that the favorite in that game were resting their starters. It's pure, plain, and simple. I mean, they were playoff, they're playoff contenders, they've already punched their ticket. And they're going forward. So there's that. Um, watch out, though, because Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns are coming to Houston for round one of the playoffs this Saturday. If I can land a pair of tickets for that game, better believe I will be there. Yes. So um, moving on. Uh, we had the Lions pick to beat the Vikings. Um, the score was 20 to 30 in favor of the Lions. Now, the score is not really indicative of the of the pace of the game. Um, it just this this has been an exercise in in mismanaged resources and failure to meet the standards. I mean, that's yeah. that's that encapsulates the 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 Vikings season. 100%. So um the Lions I believe they're going to play the Rams the first week uh this weekend in in the first round of the playoffs. You are um, correct. They're, yeah, they're going in as the number 3 seed. I've got some theories I'm going to run by y'all and w- when we fill out our picks for the first weekend uh, of the playoffs, so um I'm going to kind of hold those keep those close to the vest here for a minute. Um, we had the Patriots over the Jets. This was an exercise in futility again. Both teams with a losing season. Uh, the Patriots dropped this one that, you know, we had them pick, but they dropped this one 17 to 3. Um, <laughs> it, was almost, it was just a pity game at that point. It's like, yeah, give the Jets their win. Fuck it. You know, I don't want to say that Bill Belichick is the problem. I want to say that he's a problem. I don't know if he's the problem. Something is going on 
um, fundamentally in that locker room that is causing these players to go out and perform the way that they do. I don't profess to know all the answers. I certainly don't profess to have the money to go and save this organization from itself. Um, I mean, you figure with all the money in this league that's being thrown around, you know, you could manage to have more than just a couple of teams, you know, especially a six time Super Bowl winning organization have more than four wins. Right. You know, you know, you would also expect fields like Allegiant Stadium to have good turf. You know, especially because they're going to be the site of the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Can I see? Did no. you see the video of their end zones? <laughs> it's pathetic. It's very sad. Dude, I'm like, that's LeBron James's hairline in those end zones, dude. <laughs> hey, that's some shit we'll see in Cleveland. I, I, Cleveland doesn't even look I mean, that Cleveland's bad. got natural turf, though. Then put natural. Like, uh, and I know you've professed this over and over again. Like, it should just be natural across the board, anyways. Yeah, but I mean, it it, it looks natural because when you when you look at video and see players making cuts, the end zones look like the only things that are turf. Yeah. And and I'm like, ah, they got to fix that. I mean, roll out some new sod or something. Work some voodoo what magic. I mean, I don't but, care. But like I said, you can't even get your stadium squared away. How are you going to get your team squared away? Right. So, but moving on, um, we had the Saints picked to beat the Falcons. This game ended in a, in kind of a comedy here. Um, Jameis Winston, who was the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, went a little rogue. Um, head coach. I mean, New Orleans was on like the three yard line of Atlanta. And went down into a victory formation, you know, where the quarterback just takes a drop back, takes a knee. He calls an audible because there's a guy who was lacking a touchdown, right? Trying to help pad his stats a little bit. Tells everybody, I know we're supposed to go into the victory formation. Guys, take the victory formation, but then I'm going to hand the ball off and we're going to run it. (laughs) Yep. And the Atlanta head coach didn't necessarily do himself any favors. He was already on his way out the door anyway, so he probably saw the writing on the wall and just said, screw it, and just went for it. Came across the field to the to the Saints head coach, and he was like, that was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, was, that wasn't classy at all. <laughs> like, I, I mean, Maybe, but come on. I see where he's coming from, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, like what coach, difference that's on you for not te- not for not tra- you know for not coaching your team better. Right. What difference I mean, does it make if he loses 17 to 41 or 17 to 48? Come on. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> Seriously. Uh next uh we had the Titans over the Jags and as we have mentioned earlier the Jags dropped this one so we got that pick right 28 to 20. Derrick Henry uh, interest, interestingly enough, addressed the crowd in ten, in Nashville um, after the game was over. He said, thank you for all the memories. I mean, it almost sounded like he was going to hang up the cleats, right? No, he's hitting the free agent market. Mm. He has announced that he does not want to play in Tennessee next year. Interesting. You know, and so I'm like, huh, you have to ask yourself, 
What team needs a good running back? <laughs> There's a bunch of them. <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of them. I could think of a I could think of a couple here in the state of Texas that need a good running back. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't see him going to the Cowboys. No, I don't either. But Tony Pollard, great I, running back. Great running back. I would not be surprised to see him in, in Houston. That would be oh, a division rival on top of that. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, Houston would probably actually, I think, um, I mean, the closest that he'd be able to get to, to his alma mater of Alabama would be to play for the Saints. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, Houston. I mean, if that's what he's going for, but hey, Derrick Henry. Um, I know that you're not going to hear this. And I mean, if you do hear it, great. Awesome. Hit us up. We'd love to have you on the show. But um, what they probably don't talk about in some hushed circles is that if you come play in Texas, we don't have a state income tax, bro. Yep. Just kind of throwing that out there. Just saying. All right. Um, moving on, we had the Cardinals pick to beat the Seahawks. That was a 21 to 20 loss by the Cardinals. One point. Yes, I know one point's as good as a thousand. But I'm like, man. It should not have come. It shouldn't have been that close. No, it, it should, should not. Have. That Next, been. we had the Houston Sabercats uh, playing uh, both teams at the same time at the Frozen Tundra in Green Bay. Absolutely, man. Those Sabercats, man, they they really tore up the field. It was it was they did they, 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 they tore up cylinders. Um, it, it was it was unfortunately because there was a, a language barrier between rugby and professional American football rules. The uh, Houston Sabercats. Uh, combined with the uh, Chicago Bears, dropped this game to the uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, Green Bay will be bringing their talents to Arlington next or this coming Sunday <laughs> to play the number two seeded Dallas Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, I am waiting, waiting for the instance for the for the uh, opportunity for the culmination of events to come together, the stars align where the uh, Green Bay receivers make a spectacular tightrope catch and the receiver falls out of bounds and the officiating crew calls it an incomplete pass. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the other side of that coin, I'm expecting C.D. Lamb to go absolutely off in this game. It's not going to be pretty what Dallas is about to do to yeah. the Cheddars. Next, we had the Chiefs over the Chargers. <laughs> My God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we pulled that out. That was a 13 to 12 <laughs> win by the Chiefs. I'm sitting there going, how? I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, you, you, when I see scores like that from teams like the Chiefs, 
against teams like the Chargers. I, I almost imagine, you know, like a uh, the most homely looking guy walking into the pool hall and hustling all the all the old guys out of money by the end of the night. DJ Qualls walking in, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, he, and he like he just takes him to takes them to task with it with a house cue. Yep, you know, like the most warped house cue possible. <laughs> it's, like, like oh. it's just a stick he brought in off the street <laughs> or he's using the bridge so that way he doesn't you know you know you know what i'm talking about the the, the yeah. stick that's got the bridge on the end yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes that's awesome well and then the next game that we had we had megan rapone and the united states women's national soccer team going into uh, las vegas to try to take on both the donkeys of denver and the uh the, the raiders of las vegas <sighs> i am happy to report that megan rapone still blew out her acl um on the first play of the game and uh the uh, women's u.s national team um, much like in real life where they were embarrassed by the retired U.S. men's team, um, lost to the Raiders as well as the Donkeys of Denver, 27-14 to 14 on that one. Both teams ended the season with an 8-9 and nine mark. On the bright side, the, uh, the groundskeeper, grounds crew in Las Vegas have an entire month to get the field ready for Super Bowl 58. Yes, they do. I mean, they should bring the count over from counting cars and see what he can do to like, and 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 tell him to bring uh, Horny with him, so that way they can you know work some refab on there. Pimp my stadium. Yeah, pimp my stadium. You know, and, br- and bring bring the dude from uh, American Restoration down. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, why did why did you sandblast the goalpost? I didn't need you to do that. I'm like, I mean, look at it. It 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 was rusted. <laughs> needed it i needed it needed a new powder coat so you know yeah i'm just doing what i can um you know when we picked this game we admitted on the air that it was an emotional pick and when i saw what transpired in the meadowlands it warms my heart not only warms my heart but here to my eye much like the landlady from the movie Kingpin, it knocked something <laughs> loose, Tiger. And I had to take a mean <laughs> shit afterwards. I'm just kind of putting that out there. Um, like just your whole day feels better after you take that dump. Yeah, it just you know, shines a little brighter. You know, just before you get in the shower too. So I mean, that way you can kind of uh, do a half-ass job at wiping because you know you got the detachable shower head and you can kind of blast everything clean. Right, because it's not you know. Yeah, you're not waffle stomping anything into the drain, so you know, no. don't worry about that. You know, no, you got all the big chunks, right? You know, but it's like you get that out of the way before you hop in the shower because you know, if you do it the other way around, you might as well just go back to bed and start yeah. over. Then you, you know, try again tomorrow, like wipe directly with your hands on the on the on the shower curtain. There, just, I mean, it works in the Middle East, uh- <laughs> so there's that. Um, the Eagles went in and continued to demonstrate their December slash January futility. We hope that this collapse continues into the playoffs, but they dropped a stinker 27 to 10 to the New York football giants. 
and they finished with mirror records of 11 and six and six and 11. So, you know, we can call that the palindrome game, right? And it's not that I have a big vocabulary. It's just, I watched a lot of Phineas and Ferb with my boys. Just like I know what an aglet is. Thank you, Dan Pothenmeyer. Um, then we had the Niners over the Rams. Um, I'm glad that this game went the way that it actually went because it meant the number two seed was going to be locked up for the Cowboys. Yes. The Rams pulled out a one-point victory over the San Francisco 49ers. It's not, the Niners were resting their um, – they were resting uh, their their a majority of their starters, um, just like a lot of the the the, the top seeded teams were, with the exception of Dallas. Dallas played their starters the whole game. Yep. Which, if you were listening to the radio broadcast, Babe Lothenberg was like, "Why? Why are they still there?" <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> making a statement. And Brad Sham was like, "I, I don't know. I don't know why." <laughs> Pull move, cut. Let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got one week to find out how that does work for him. Um, but with the Rams beating the 49ers, it didn't affect the 49ers seeding at all. Um, they, they locked up the number one seed last week with their victory. But, um, you know, it, it kind of gives um, – it, it, it lends a little bit of, a, of an air of hope. Uh, as far as like Dallas's path to the Super Bowl is going to be concerned, mm-hmm. so you I mean you you can be damn sure that film the film department is working overtime, watching tape from every one of the games from every one of the you know every one of the playoff teams from the NFC. Yeah. <sighs> then it was the no doubt pick of the week. We had the Cowboys beating up on the Redskins. They this this happened in a very large way, thirty eight to ten. Um, yeah. Yeah, Dallas getting back to their 30-point-plus game, you know, uh, winning ways. Uh, it's kind of nice to see them do something. You, you know, in years past, um, even during the Super Bowl years for Dallas, you would see Dallas kind of just, like, back into the playoffs. They would they would bookend the the season with a, with a loss, you know. <laughs> and you're just kind of like, this is not going to be pretty in the playoffs. Or here we go, one and done again. Um, Got to carry that expectation through, start it early. Right. So, but, you know, the the Cowboys went in there. They understood that they had to get some things right and, uh, you know, kind of figure out the ins and outs of the timing. Because even though they they, they, they basically stole a victory against the the Lions the week before, um, that that wasn't a pretty game by Dallas at all the previous week. So they, they had to go out and, and figure out what do we need to do. And, you know, thank you to the uh, the the NFC East's practice squad for uh, volunteering as tribute uh, <laughs> this week's game. Um, and then we had the last game of the uh, – the re- last regular season game of the year was Sunday night. It was the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. Um, this was going to be winner-take-the-division type game. Um Buffalo went in there and they put it to them, twenty-one to fourteen. Um, Miami actually intercept Josh, uh, intercepted Josh Allen on both of uh, Buffalo's first uh, possessions. So you you were like, all right, immediately this is going to be a long game. 
the Bills are going to be a wild card, and they're they're you know they're going to get in to the playoffs that way. Um, but then something happened. Miami just could not put it together, and uh, twenty-one to fourteen was the final on that one, and it put the put the wraps on the twenty twenty-three uh, regular season for the NFL. Um, overall, I I think as a show we finished. I think we finished better than seventy five percent on our picks. Yeah, I we did not do too bad. We had a few weeks where we we shown. Oh yeah, I, I would think if, if if we were to put a GPA on on our picks for the year, I would probably and very conservatively give us a very high B or a very low A, like a two point nine or maybe a three point. Zero one. Yeah, that's I that's fair. So but next year, I think what we're gonna probably try to do is we're I think we're gonna adopt a new format. We're gonna go for a uh kind of like a panel style um on our picks. Um where yeah, we'll we'll track our win-loss records, but we're gonna do it as individuals. We're gonna have David with his own picks, your you with your picks and mine with mine. And you know, at the end of the year. I don't know, maybe bragging rights, but you know, there might be a prize prize in it for the person. And, and, and conversely, the person with the worst lot win loss pick uh, record, we get one of those penance. <laughs> they, they have to pay a penance. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm down. So it's not going to be like, Hey, you lost the fantasy league type punishment. It's not going to be like that at all. Right. But, you know, we'll, we'll come up with something. something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come up with something and knowing David, he will, purposely go out and buy a Yankees jersey with the intention of making me have to wear it for an entire show. You already know he's going to. Oh, or yeah. Or something. So, you know, I'm going to have to become like a football savant next year. <laughs> just to avoid that. Damn way. <laughs> because, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, be like Smiggle when he's when he got the rope around his neck, <laughs> dude. It's you know, at the top of the show, when I said there's not enough holy water, <laughs> if, if just having to root for him is bad enough, imagine having one of their. Their items touch skin. I will do the entire show in a pair of surgical gloves <laughs> and oh, the jersey boy. hanging up behind me. I will not let it touch my skin. I know that sounds petty. I know that house. sounds contrite, but you, you need a burn sage after it's in your house or something. Yeah, because then I'm going to go out, and I understand that David's going to go probably go out. He's going to go out and spend at least at a minimum. Of 60 bucks on a knockoff jersey. Yeah. But there's going to be a video that I'm going to post of me burning said jersey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm going to, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out and I'm going to go to like Harbor Freight and I'm going to get one of these cheap steel buckets that's going to go, it's, that's going to get thrown away. Yes. It's going to be a ritual. It's not just going to be a soak it down and, and toss a match kind of thing. There's going to be a ritual involved. There will be. There will be a ritual involved. There there will be a bloody sock. <laughs> there must be a cleansing. There will be a live chicken. <laughs> you know, just kind of putting that out there. You know. <laughs> it's not good to steal rum from Joe. <laughs> no yeah. Love, you know. Uh, 
no, that's that's good. That sounds uh that sounds interesting. That's that's gonna be uh yeah. What's gonna be more interesting is like you know, um I applied for the uh the Dow internship program uh nah. through school, right? Yeah. So if I get picked and I get hired on through this internship program, I'll be working full time out at the plant while going to school full time, right? Working the same schedule that they do out at the plant, kind of a deal. Yeah, hell yeah. Which means I may be absent for a lot of shows, which is gonna absolutely pain me until I see my paychecks, and then I'm gonna be like, Yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> but I'm still gonna phone my picks in. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I know David, if you're listening, I already know what the punishment that you're gonna have picked out is gonna be. Just be aware that I've already got a workaround planned. So there's that. See if you're prepared for it though. Now let me yeah. let me put a let me put a caveat out there. Let me, let, let me let me put a caveat. If it's a signed Derek Jeter jersey, it will get vacuum sealed and put in a box and and packed away somewhere. And I'll keep it. You know it's there, but you don't have to look at it. Right. You know, it's like when they were building the new Yankee Stadium. One of the one of the concrete workers is a Red Sox. He was a Red Sox fan. He buried a David Ortiz jersey in one of the, the, the support pillars for the for the new Yankees uh, stadium and poured concrete over it. And he bragged to the wrong one too many people. And it news got back to the Steinbrenner boys. They figured out where the jersey was using ultrasound. No way. Jackhammered it out. Oh no. And we had had the concrete re-poured. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a next level petty that's Dude. awesome i love that i mean that's next level trolling and i love that yeah absolutely like i love it for that guy i really do and i hope the red sox gave him season tickets for life and like to bravo what if we like what if we made you like burn one of your hoodies while denouncing the team Depends on how bad you lose. It depends on how bad you lose, how bad we have to make the, the punishment. It's like if you lose by just a little bit, yeah, okay, we gotta take it. See, and they, they just, we're, we're speaking in complete hypotheticals here. You want to understand why? Because <laughs> you're not gonna lose. Because I'm not gonna lose. <laughs> we already know. <laughs> Still, you never know. Okay, I, you never know. I mean, I understand that a score, you know, uh, uh, even a blind pig finds finds a truffle. You know, I mean, I I, I am proof positive that the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. I mean, I landed my wife. So true. This is very true. I'm still not sure that you didn't use black magic and voodoo, but no, I use the black magic and voodoo whenever you know had my boys, you know, my kids. So. That's I mean, if, if 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 I was going to put my genetic code out there into the world, it needed to be done in proper, like you know, ratios. <laughs> it had to be brought forth in such a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it did be brought forth in such a way that that would just seem <laughs> just otherwise impossible. It's like <laughs> he knows somebody on the other side. Right there, you go. Okay, so um, moving on. We've got our picks for next week. All right, so let me 
wipe that out. All right. First on the slate, we've got the 330 game Saturday. It is the number fifth, uh, five seed Browns at the number four seed Texans. Going to be played here at NRG Stadium, just an hour up the road in Houston. Um, I mean, the Browns are going to be coming in. They they beat the, the, the Texans um, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago um, here at NRG. And they did it pretty convincingly, pretty soundly. Um, the, the only thing to that is the fact that C.J. Stroud was not under center for that game because he was still serving out his part of the uh, – um concussion protocol okay i think that um joe flacco and the cleveland browns they're going to come in to to energy stadium and they're they're going to put up a showing but i don't think that it's going to be good enough i, I think that the texans are going to win by 12. cj stroud's gonna he's gonna he's gonna manage the game and he's he's gonna keep He's going to keep his touchdown to, uh, to interception ratio um, where it's at, exactly where it's at. Um, in fact, he's going to make his touch. He's going to, his touchdown count's going to go up. <laughs> so I think if I remember right, if I, if I did the math correctly, I think he finished the season with like 24 touchdowns to six interceptions. Yeah. And, and, they, they, and as far as like rookie co- quarterbacks, I think that that's like the best in the NFL. Right. Like ever, mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, I mean, uh, in fact, this past uh, this past uh, Saturday, um, when the NFL flexed the uh, the uh, Texans and Colts game to prime time, that was the first prime time game that CJ Stroud had played in in the NFL. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the first prime time game because they were all they were only play, always playing the. Um, Either the uh, the 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 early game or the matinee game at the three thirty, but they were never playing the primetime slots. So, I you know he he proved that he can come in and on in primetime setting and you know when the stakes mattered the most and put up some good numbers. Yeah, and he made he made some good decisions against a very good Indianapolis defense. Yeah. So, um, I'm taking the Texans. Uh, to win this one over the Browns, I'm 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 saying that they're gonna they're gonna win by twelve on this one. Wholeheartedly agree. All right, next on the docket, we've got the evening game on Saturday. We've got the Dolphins, the number six Dolph or six seed Dolphins at the number three seed uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, both spout uh, an eleven and six record from the regular season. Um, the Chiefs have been kind of phoning it in here the last couple of weeks um look for Patrick Mahomes to kind of step up and remember hey I'm a I'm a playoff quarterback it's it's the playoffs it's the first game of the real season kind of a thing um the Dolphins uh I don't think Tariq Hill is going to be uh in his right mind I know that uh uh Tua is not going to be with the way that the Dolphins played over the last three weeks, I'm not saying that it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a it's going to be another close game, but I think the Chiefs are going to pull this one off. Yeah, uh, I mean, both teams have been kind of 
lackluster in the in the end of the season. Yeah, I mean they have been strong, but they just they just kind of coasted into the end. And I know they, it may not necessarily show in their in their 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 records, you know, both being eleven and six. But man, it just it was a downhill slide from the beginning of the season. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was painful to watch. It really is. Um, I mean, you're going to see rating spikes for any time the Chiefs are in the playoffs, especially now that Taylor Swift is attending a lot of their games. But <laughs> I can't believe we're still talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Next, uh, we've got Sunday uh, at 12 o'clock. We've got the number seven seed Steelers at the number two seed Bills. This one's going to be an embarrassment for Pittsburgh. Um, yes. The Bills are going to go in there, and they're they're just going to be like number seven seed, huh? That's cute, uh, you know. Hey, by the yeah, way, we're something. the number two seed, and we're the number two seed for a reason. Let me introduce you to the Bills Mafia, you know. And it it's they're going to need their terrible towels to wipe away their terrible. Towels. That's going to be a ten point win for Buffalo. Next up, we've got the three thirty game, the number seven pack or some or seventh seed Packers, the Cheddars, are coming into town. Why well, say coming into town? They're 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 going to show up at AT and T Stadium, and uh, you know those old pajamas with like the butt flaps on them. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be like a, a Norman Rockwell painting, you know, like the kids getting the discipline. And the, the title of the painting is going to be like Spare the Rod. <laughs> he's like looking over his shoulder and he's got tears. I imagine Jordan Love being bent over Dak Prescott's knee and hear <laughs> Dak Prescott before his hand makes contact with that butt cheek going, <laughs> okay, here we go. You know, you're going to hear that. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's going to be glorious. 38 to 15. That's what yeah. I'm calling. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be no less than 15 points. As if they See, the, the fact, by virtue of the fact that the Cowboys won their division and got and locked up the number two seed, um, they get two playoff games at home. Yeah. The wild card in the divisional round. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Oh, oh, we'll get to that in just a second. But um, we've got the Sunday night game. It's the L.A. Rams at the Lions. Six seed versus the number three seed. Now, the Lions have been playing some really good football here lately. Yes, they have. Thing. Matt, Matt Stafford is a quarterback who has won the Super Bowl. He's won the Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Rams. He is a veteran quarterback. Jared Goff, coincidentally, who also played in L.A., is also a veteran quarterback. He has shown some very good sound game management skills. 28 to 23, L.A. L.A.? Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. Well, here's the thing. I really see the Lions coming out on this one. You would think so. It's, here's it's the, you know, here's the deal. Here's the deal. 
In order for them to do that, they got to get out to a fast start. The last few weeks, they have not been able to do that. If they can score in their opening drive, they'll win the game. I'll call that. Yeah, but not, not a field goal. It has to be a touchdown. If they yeah, can it's score, be a, it's got to be a touchdown. It's got to be a touchdown. Opening drive, they'll win the game. Yeah, they need to be up by ten at the half in order to have a shot at this game. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I really don't. I think that LA is going to go in there and they're going to pull off the upset. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to stick by the Lions. We're going to do a split decision on this one. All right. I made my case for the Rams. I want you to make the case for the Lions. I just. If you can convince me to change my pick, now is your chance. I, they the they finished out strong this year. Like it just the I don't know, man. They're hungry. I really, really think that they got it in them. Just with the 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 way that they finished out the year. I know they had a, a kind of a, a rough start in the in the in the beginning, and this mm-hmm. is coming for me. You know, all season I have not been their cheering section at all in fact i usually go against the lions every single pick and every single time they've proven me wrong okay using that logic last night during the (coughs) pregame excuse me last night during the pregame whenever the uh, espn guys were doing their uh, their their picks Uh uh-huh pat mcafee he he was told he said had some uh, Michigan fans come up to me uh, this afternoon and said, you've been picking against us all year and you see where it's gotten us. Don't start now. He picked, he picked Washington to win that game and he was the only one to do it. But you know, he wanted to scream out Michigan. He just didn't want to jinx it. That's true. That's true. But when I, they still were winning when I started picking for him too, though. That was the difference. Mm, okay. I don't know, man. It's my gut. I don't have anything solid to go on. I'm just going with my gut. All right. So I'm putting it out there. Split pick alert. It's going to be the only one. All right. Johnny picks the Rams over the Lions. And Chris picks, yep, Chris picks the Lions over the Rams. All right, sir. Well, you know, I'd say uh, good luck to you. But I don't know. Something's just kind of telling me that Detroit's going to kind of disintegrate. Um, you know, I think that I, th- I think the veteran experience of Matt Stafford is going. He's going to go out there and he's going to pick the defense. He's going to pick the Detroit defense apart. It's still going to be a five point game, but he's going to pick them apart. Twenty eight, twenty or. You know, Let's see if they can keep it close. 20, 20, it 28 up. to 23. Yeah. Yeah. 28, 23. I'm, I'm, yeah. All right. So moving on. 
We've got the Monday night game for uh, for uh, Wild Card Weekend. We've got the fifth seed Eagles visiting the number four seed Buccaneers. Now, conventional wisdom would tell us that the Eagles are going to roll in there, but logic also dictates that the the Eagles have been on a backward slide for the last month. Um, the only bright spot over their last eight games was a kind of a backhanded victory over the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> that halted a five game losing streak. Yeah. Um, Which honestly is like kicking a puppy. It is like kicking a puppy. <laughs> so like, you know, the emotional pig, of course, the emotional pick, we want to go with the Bucks, but I, yeah, I, I'm but not, I don't I'm think not. it's. I don't think it's an emotional pick. I really. Yeah, and, and I was just about to make that same case. I, I think that the Buccaneers, they're going to show up. Mike Evans is going to go off. Yeah. Mayfield's going to go off. Yeah. Um, the running game is going to be sustainable, but it's not going to be. It's not going to hurt the Philadelphia defense. Um. I think the offensive woes, uh, Jalen Hurt, dislocated middle finger last week. Yep. Um, He's not going to be 100%. I think that the Philadelphia woes continue. And this is going to be, this is going to be one of the worst seasons on, you know, in in recent Philadelphia Eagle history. It very, very, very may well rank a right up there with the whole choking in the Super Bowl for, for a lot of Eagles fans. Um, what do you think? So I think ten point game. Um, I don't know about a ten point game. I will fix that. Something came up because um, I'm over here screwing around with it. But anyway, um, what do you think? I want to see the city of Philadelphia burn. I think it's going to be a field goal at the last minute. No last second field goal by 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 Tampa Bay. That would, I mean, that would make them hurt even more. I mean, I, I fries, would... Walmart's, uh, Best Buys, <laughs> Listen, uh, Costco's, Tim's clubs. The next day, are going to have you, sales on TVs. If you own a business in Philadelphia, just make sure you lock up and board up your windows that night because. Oh, you know that that's not going to matter. They're out there, they're out there flipping over cop cars and setting them on fire. I'm saying either way, it's gonna your city's gonna burn. Just make sure, and that's when they win. I know. As said, that they're gonna win, lose, it's gonna be bad. If you believe in the Second Amendment and you live within the the, the Philadelphia Eagle market, be you vigilant, have- stay frosty, keep your heads on a swivel. If you have if any you are not a believer of the Second Amendment and you live in the Philadelphia Eagles market, make friends with somebody who has a gun. <laughs> if you have any <laughs> Korean friends, put them on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, we're going to wrap up the first weekend of the playoffs with the Bucks over the Eagles. Yay, Maryland. So here we go. All right. Um, We've got the Texans over the Browns. We have the Chiefs over the Dolphins. Bills over the Steelers. Cowboys over the Cheddars. Split pick alert 
Uh, we've got the Rams and the Lions. I'm taking the Rams. Chris is taking the Lions. Uh, you know, I, I kind of find that ironic because I've been, dude, I have been on the Lions' freaking bandwagon all year. Have, and I've been dead set against them all year. Do, will I find it hilarious if it works out in my favor? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But well, I'm not going to be surprised. I, well, I'm not going to be surprised if they end up pulling this out. Will I laugh my ass off when I lose? You damn right I will. Because <laughs> you're going to be like, he told me not to start now. He I should have listened. Called it. He said <laughs> Never again. Uh, never again. <laughs> hey, it, it, and if the Lions do manage to lose, don't worry. You've got until next season before you have to worry about picking them again. So, you know. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> all right so we're gonna i'm gonna copy and mr dickerman paste it's official he's a suitor see there we there we go the picks now have now the picks are now in you, so there you go. Um, let me see here. I believe we, uh, I believe we should get. Uh, we should be at the end of the checklist. That's at the end of the checklist. That is wow. Did it? Yeah. It took us a while, and, but we got it. We did it all. Well, it's because we actually had some sus- substantive content at the beginning of the show to talk about. That's true. Um, we didn't get too far off into the weeds this week. We didn't. Kind of I, I did my best. I told you I was going to do my very best to get us off derailed. And uh, you kept a firm hand on the wheel. Yeah. At one point, though, I was, I was, I was, I was almost to the point where I was just going to be like Carrie Underwood and just Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> It never goes well. And it was it was it was the spot in the show <laughs> when I realized that my sound buttons weren't working. Just their heads up and say, "Fuck it!" Right? Um, <laughs> and they're still not working, are they? Okay. I, the the sound buttons still weren't working, were they? I, I don't hear anything. Yeah. See, I, I got to figure that out. That's annoying. I don't hear the audio. Like I hear, like the hiss of an open channel. Yeah. So there's. I hear that. I just don't hear any audio with it. I hear microwave buttons. Your microwave buttons? You know, like the sound, the beep. That's why I'm hearing. Um, what I... you heard was the dryer or was the washer finishing. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's... I mean, you know, the mic is working then. That's amazing. So you, sir, have just outed yourself. So next time that I say something to you and you say, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm going to call BS on it. Yeah, I didn't even hear that. (laughs) Okay. Now, right, Colin, you have have found yourself in some very uncharted territory. Because Chris and I both know that you don't truly question your life choices. Until you go into the soundproof booth to take a hearing test. When you got to hear the beep and you hit the button. Yes. 
That's when you question everything about your right. entire life. Is that a beep or is that just tinnitus? Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll take. I don't really know what I'm doing here for 400, Alex. <laughs> Maybe. No, that one sounded different. Okay, I'll take that one. I swear, that was the same one, no? The Finnish Mighty Alpha 400, Alex. Just hit the button for... <laughs> you hit the button 400 times. What are you doing? <laughs> I figured... Just... 15 tones. <laughs> C-A-B-D, C-A-B-D, C-A-B-D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hit C on every answer, right? But I got at least seventy-five percent of them right, didn't I? No, no, you did not. <laughs> Actually, C in a multiple choice A, B, C, D. C is thirty-three percent of the time. So you know, now, I would I, I say that, and you would think that that would be the rule, but I I know some professors at Brazosport College down here that specifically set up their exams to never use C to buck the trends. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. used to be true. Uh, once it became widely known, then there were a lot of people that started. Changing. Well, I mean, now that there's websites like Quizlet out there, right. What professors will do is they'll go out and look at the flashcards that people have created for the finals and stuff like that, or even just like exams. Have to change everything around. <laughs> and, and 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 then what they'll do is they'll create this like they'll change they'll change certain like variables in the question. That's so it's the same question, but instead of like you know how many moles are in you know one gram of hydrogen, blah blah blah. It'll be yeah. like one point two four grams of, of hydrogen. How many moles? Oh, you know, it's like no dick. You're such a dick. Son of a bitch. <laughs> like I passed chemistry this this past semester, like barely. Yeah. But I got full credit for it. I got my course credits. That's, That's what all I that. care about, dude. <laughs> like, this, you know, uh, well, this I mean, the guy who graduated at the bottom of his medical school class still gets called doctor, but I uh, hey, you know. C's and D's get degrees, man. That's what we've been saying about this insurance. You know, and I had completely like relegated myself to the fact that I had like maybe a C average. Mm -mm. Nope, nope. I got I got my updated uh, uh, cumulative GPA. Yeah, three point zero seven. Ah, a it's over. I still three, have an man. A. Why? Like, over three. Yeah, I look yeah. at that GPA and, and I hear my parents and every teacher I had <gasps> at Ryder High School. Now, if you'd only applied yourself, <laughs> I'm like I've only gotten off my back. <laughs> like, nope, not gonna do it. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nope, nope, nope. Uh, oh. <sighs> My yep. mama done told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Like I, I part, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm firmly convinced that my GPA in high school was only as high as it was because I scored a hundred in ROTC all three years that I was in the program. You no joke. The only reason I even graduated high school is because they counted my accounting class as a math. That's the only reason I got to pass. Well, that and my economics teacher took uh, pity on me too because I, I failed that class miserably. Right. If Maria's still out there listening, she, she knows, she knows like, cause we had, we were in ROTC together. Right. 
she was the um battalion commander she was like the senior ranking officer at our school yeah and i'm gonna say this and i know and the only reason why i'm saying this is because i know david's not here but i was on the battalion staff my senior year right so you know what i'm talking about i mean i was a captain oh i know hey dude i was doing it for the referral so i could go in as an e3 shut up (laughs) sure Still a nerd. Narc. Yeah, I mean, I was one of the only people that showed up with spit shine boots on uniform day. So, you know, that was back when we had to spit shine our boots instead of like the suede new back crap that they got these days. Yeah. You actually had to fucking starch your creases. Yeah. 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 And like you, you oh, became very familiar with, with uh, spray starch and uh, magic sizing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, and then, like, you know, when they started, like, letting people wear berets, right? You know, like high school ROTC. And you look back, right? Even to, even these days, right? I, I Like, I look at some of these high school ROTC programs, like Army ROTC, and they wear the berets. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so fucking cringe, dude. <laughs> like, Colin, Colin was like, oh, yeah, we have a beret. And I was like, bring it. <laughs> so he brought his beret down here. I shaved and shaped his beret for him. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and I, I sent it back with him. So glad that I got out before. I was actually... Uh, yes. Maria I was actually out probably the most sharp. She's talking about my creases, right? Oh, you yeah. know how good infantrymen do it. Like, you look at a pair of somebody's uniform that's got good creases, and you get cut just looking at them. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, dude. I mean... I was one uniform inspection away from being like full on emo, my chemical romance type guy, dude. Sharp, dude. His, yeah, you'd starch them so crisply. You'd get home at the end of the day, take your uniform off, and it would just walk mm-hmm. in and put itself on the hanger. You know, you know what the trick was, right? If you were too cheap to have Mamasan pressure uniforms, is when you pull them out of the washer and dryer, you spray them with starch and let them hang dry overnight, and then yeah. the next day when you get up. And you come back after PT, mm-hmm. you hit them again with the spray, and then you then you iron them out. Yeah, because the starch yeah, that starch. dried is soaked into. I mean, because you sprayed them front, front and back, like yep. you knew that it, you knew you were going to have a good day if you went into muscle failure trying to put your uniform on. <laughs> right, trying to take that first step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're cracking. No, just just even just like pushing your arm through the through through the blouse, <laughs> and you hear that it just like it starts tearing. It's just that. <laughs> It sounds like Velcro. Right. You know, you got your boots, right? You could shave in the reflection on the toes, right? And and you knew, and you knew who used the Kiwi bird, and you know who used the Insta Shine, right? Just by looking at their boots, right? Shit looks strack sitting on the damn on, on the coffee table in the barracks room. But the second they took that first step with inch to shine, everything shattered, right? Yeah, just uh, just horrible, right? We had uh <laughs> one of my favorite sergeant majors, man, Sergeant Major West. He was he was our battalion uh, CSM before he went to the Ranger Training Brigade. And uh He'd always, I mean, he was constantly giving people shit, especially on payday activities, right? And everybody's all standing tall, looking good in their class A's. Yep. Um, we had this E5, Sergeant Merrill, 
come back from Ranger School. He got pinned as five after he got back from Ranger School. Back in the days when you go to Ranger School, come back, and you automatically get pinned five because you max out on your points. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they do that anymore, but it used to be that used to be the standard, right? Graduate Ranger School. When you come back, you're getting pinned five. So there is fresh, fresh Sergeant Stripes on his Class A uniform and everything like that. Homeboy, I mean, dude, he is not back from Ranger School two weeks, right? <laughs> he used Insta Shine on his boots, on his jump boots. No. Oh, yeah. Sergeant Major's walking. He Sergeant Major's walking up and down the line. Oh, she goes, What is Insta Shine? What the hell is Insta Shine? Insta Shine, uh, like, you basically like, brush it onto your boots and then you throw them in the oven. It's, you it's have like to bake that, it on. Yeah, it's like that candy shell that from, they use on uh, on ice cream cones. They yeah. like and it cracks yeah. like it. Yeah, it, it looked good as long as you didn't have to put them on. <laughs> it looked great on the shelf. Yeah, look great on the shelf. I mean, if if you want to put a, you know, InstaShine's the kind of thing that, you know, let's just say the dirt bag of the company gets killed somehow, like he unalives himself, like in a DUI accident or something, right? And he's getting buried in his best uniform stuff. You know, his friend, I want him in his class A's. Well, put some InstaShine on. It. It's not like he's gonna have to worry about it. You know. Yeah. Now, for somebody that you care about, the Kiwi Bird's gonna make an appearance along with some cotton balls and some uh, rubbing alcohol lighter and an ice cube or the ice cube was ish dude but and if you did it right you could do you could you could spit shine the boots like front to back look honor guard inspection ready and you only killed an hour while you're sitting on the couch with your wife watching tv yeah it wouldn't take that long Mm -mm. especially if you had a good base shine right you know right you see you just touch it up yeah exactly right so here's our merrill he's out there First uniform inspection back after, you know, graduating from Ranger School. Sergeant Major's walking up and down the line, passes Sergeant Merrill, stops. Like mid-step, stops. Backs up. He does not turn around. He does not conduct an about face. Okay. Um, he does not conduct an about face. Like he stops and reverses direction, Right. Conducts a left face, does not even make eye contact with Sergeant Merrill. He is like this, looking straight down, right? What are those? (laughs) He's like, Sergeant Merrill. Bless you, Colin. He's like, Sergeant Major. He goes, what is the third stanza of your Ranger Creed? You take too long. What is this on your boots? Where does the kiwi bird reside? Not in your wall locker, I'm betting. Right? And then takes his boot and scuffs right across both toe caps. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you will be in my office Saturday morning in full full dress uh, class A's with a properly shined pair of boots. And your oh, entire God. Ranger Creed memorized front to back. Cool. He's like... Who's our major? He's like, Fixing carry on, stuff. Ranger. <laughs> and then he just keeps walking. That was it. That was it. That's all uh, he did. Right? Well, Sergeant Major West was a great guy, though. You know, so, I mean, like, we walk out of the barracks, and it's like 15 degrees outside. And there's probably about six inches of snow on the ground. 
they had not closed post for some ungodly reason. <laughs> and me and my buddy Mike Mike Byers were walking out of the barracks and we're walking up to the to the company and we see Sergeant Major West coming out. And we're like, no slack, Sergeant Major. And he goes, Well, gentlemen, what do you think? We're like, because I mean, all we had like was the uh we didn't have our PT sweat bottoms on, we just had the top because that was the uniform, like show up at the top and you know, beating at right. Yeah. And uh we're like, okay, so we're like. Well, it's uh, it's a little chilly out here, Sergeant Major. He goes, you know what I'm thinking? We're like, no, we don't, Sergeant Major. Mm. Thinking his honk, and he goes, he's like, yeah. Why don't you two go ahead and uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Why don't you two go back to your barracks? We're like, we've got to go report for accountability. And he goes, I'll take care of that. Uh, hell yeah! And we looked at him. We were like, all right. So we just poof. We disappeared, right? Cloud of snow and dust just in our way. And uh, so we, <clears throat> we're sitting in the barracks and we're chilling. We're drinking coffee and we're playing uh, Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Man, we're just we're just like, what, what are we supposed to do with our hands, you know? And our platoon sergeant's come walking into the barracks and we're like, what time are we supposed to show up for work, sergeant? He goes, why in the were you at PT? We're like, Sergeant Major West told us to come back to barracks. Like, That's bullshit. It was like, you come back and you report to us anyway. We're like, he told us that he was going to take care of it. Like, did he not call? Yeah, he called, but we still expect you to be there. We're like, we were doing what the Sergeant Major told us. That's the thing you do. <laughs> like, you know, that whole in the absence of leadership, you go off of the last order given. We yep. were told to go back to the barracks because yep. our major was going to zonk PT. Yeah. And so our major just happened to be like going around and he found out that we got our asses jumped out about it. Dude, that shit was, that was not a fun day for us. Oh, that was not a fun day at all. No. Like, I mean, everybody came back to the barracks and, you know, like no PT. So, I mean, we're, we're zonked yeah. out, you know, reported zero nine kind of a deal. Yeah. You know, we were just about to go over to the chow hall. <laughs> you know, we're just like, do, 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 do. What do you mean? We were, we were, doing, we were doing what we were told. Don't hit me, daddy. You know, it was one of those situations. <laughs> my, my daddy said. I was just doing what the sergeant major told me to do. <laughs> It's, it's leadership like that that I miss, you know, that I miss the most, right? And, and it's leadership like that that you just wish to God existed still. You know, I mean, you cared more about, I mean, yeah, you cared about the mission and everything like that. And, it, you know, you knew that if, if you take care of your people, your people were going to take care of you kind of thing. And it wasn't so much right. of an NCOER or an OER centric, you know, military. Right. And I, I just think that. I think in a big way, that's what's caused the lack of retention, you know, oh, yeah. across across the army and across the military period. You see it on Facebook every day. Yeah. Like WTF army moments. I'm like, are you yeah. kidding me? Exactly. You know I mean? Well, they've had some doozies lately. Oh yeah. I've seen that, but it's like, it's, it's three M's, you know, and Shane Bothwell, um, uh, really 
great soldier when when I served with him. Um, he was uh, E4, Sergeant Sar Bothwell, actually. He was E5 when he left us. Um, but he, uh, he, he, he said that there's, there's three M's that you have to abide by, you know, just, you could break good leadership down into three M's men, mission, myself. And that became like, that became an ethos in that order, in that order, men, mission, myself, you, you take care of your guys, they'll take care of the mission. And then you can worry about yourself at that point. And you know, I mean, you hear that as a private, it makes sense. And it's almost like an epiphany and, and it doesn't really click until, you know, you're older and, and you're put into a position of, you know, higher responsibility, like fatherhood, you know, um, and, and even on the outside in the civilian world, as I'm sure that you're aware, Chris, it's like if more people would adhere to those three M's in that order, you know, the, the world would be a lot better place. Big time. You know. I mean, there wouldn't be <clears throat> there wouldn't be companies accepting advice from outside sources just because of A, B, and C, and they wouldn't be on the latched onto the teats of certain organiz alumni associations, you know, because it makes them feel good. It's like, no, how about you take care of the people that brought you know that got you there? Exactly. And then, you know, if you're taking care of them, hey, guess what? You get a two for one. You take care of your men. Take care of the ones who brung you. And they're going to take, you know, and you're taking care of the mission at the same time. Then you worry about your own ass. Just kind of putting that out there. I, mean, I, know, that seems, I know that seems kind of vague, but, you know, if say, you well, know, you know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, well, we're at the two hour and 20 minute mark. I know that we could probably, you know, sit here and jam for like another hour or so. But one, Colin has got to get himself into bed. And uh, get ready for school tomorrow. What you got there, bud? Magna book. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna land this plane. We're gonna wrap this one up. Um, you know, hey, it, this this football season has been, you know, pretty fun. We we've had some pretty involved conversations. Um, you know, I, I can think of maybe a couple a couple of singular incidences where uh, David had like some kind of like Mensa level seizure and picked the right team on his own kind of a thing. Um, Was that about a blind pig and an acorn? Son on a dog's ass. Yeah, uh, <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, you put lipstick on a pig and it's still just a hairy, creepy guy who, you know, produces a podcast. I'm just kind of putting that out there. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So 2024 is going to be a pretty good year. Um, there has been a delay as far as the launch of our website and merch section. Uh, so we do apologize for that. But I, I'm trying to work some logistics and uh, stuff out on my end. So that way the powers that be, i.e. myself, Chris and David can all sit down and we get, you know, get it going, get it up and, you know, going in the right direction. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's cathartic for me. 
uh, at the very, you know, personally for me to come on this show every week and, and, you know, just be able to kind of sit here and talk out of my backside and, and at least give the appearance that I watch sports. You know, so I like to pretend anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, you know it, it's, but at, at the end of the day, you know, I, I see how our show has evolved. And it's, it's from where we started and, you know, David and I stuck in that one room staring at the table from across, you know, across uh, from each other um, to, you know, being on separate, you know, separate windows, you know, on, on the broadcast because I've got my place and he's got his to uh, now I've got my own full fledged office. And then we've got Chris and we've added Colin uh, to the show. And, you know, our equipment has gotten better. I'm looking at you, soundboard. The <laughs> freaking hot button's not working this week. What the fuck is your problem, man? Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm going to try this again here. Hold on. Let me see here. There's that. There's that. No, nothing yet. Nothing yet. No. Nope. Did you hear it right then? No. No? Let me try that again here. Hold on. Don't hear anything. No. Yeah, nothing. So, you know, <laughs> you know what's going to end up happening is that David's going to be like, hey, did you do this? I'm like, um, yeah, I did do that. And then he's going to go in there. He's going to fiddle with some audio setting. <laughs> he's going to be like, you didn't do that at all. And Maria's like, stop fondling your soundboard. I'm not fondling the soundboard. I'm not sitting here going, oh, I'm not caressing it like it's a nipple. You know, I'm not putting it between my teeth and biting down on it. I'm forcibly fingering this boy. Taking the hell out of it. <laughs> you know, I refuse to stand by and be a victim as your brown eye makes me so blue. So I'm just trying to plug it right there. You know, it's. <laughs> wow. Oh. How we're going to end it right there. <laughs> you brought out a Crystal Gale reference and that just uh. boom out of nowhere. <laughs> hey. You know, it's Oh, I have uninstalled Facebook Messenger from my phone because I'm taking a break from the app for a while because my phone battery was just absolutely getting murdered on a nightly basis. So I'm <laughs> I'm not able to respond to any messages in the thread. But uh, but yeah, no, we've we've gone from, you know, basic rudimentary stuff. David's doing all the heavy lifting He's producing all the content. He's coming up with the shows, um, you know, to where now David feels comfortable enough. You know, um, yeah, I mean, he feels comfortable enough letting us run the show on our own. But, uh, yeah. That's quite uh, the office there, too, because <laughs> we don't know what the hell we're doing. I mean, he still does all the editing, so there's That's that. true. 
Like well, he's probably going to go back and edit this show to make it from like an hour and twenty six minutes to like an hour or two hours and twenty six minutes to an hour ten. He's like, well, there's so much dead space and dead air. I'm like, you know what, dude? It's called flow. Collecting our thoughts, right? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I said. It's part of the, It's part of our charm. It is. It is the magic that is us. We're not. We're, it's not. It's not dead air. We're giving the audience time to catch their breath. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, we are. We are allowing their senses to regain nerve connection at that point. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, or or reapply or reapply the analies. I mean, it's just you know whatever you prefer. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, it's ribbed for our pleasure. Potato, um, <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> like, what's Annalise? No, I'm not quitting. Like I said, I'm just allowing my phone battery to, you know, breathe. But uh, that all being said, two hours, 27 minutes, 28 minutes on the dot. Um, Yeah. My name is Johnny Skelton, everybody. I am Chris Jacka. Colin Skelton. You have been privy, you have been privileged, you have been forced, indentured. Yeah. Third Sports 142, everybody. We will catch y'all. Yeah, Maria, letting your brain catch up. Exactly. See? Yeah, she's, see? That's why, that's why she's a diehard. She is. And in the... Uh, in the immortal words of the late great pirate, Captain Pinkheart, scissor me timbers. Later. <laughs> You're never going to let that go.